are listening to the Daily Roundup here as part of the Reality Steve podcast. I am your host, Reality Steve. Thank you all for tuning in. A good show for you today. We're going to talk a little bit about a DM I got during Zach's season that I totally forgot about until I was scrolling my DMs yesterday and found it. We're going to talk about that page six report. Somebody might be on the verge of getting engaged in Bachelor Nation. Who is it? We'll tell you. Going to talk a little Vanderpump Rules, the Fast and Furious franchise, which, well, we'll talk about it and then get to a couple other things. We'll get to that momentarily. This podcast is also brought to you by Green Chef. Green Chef makes eating well easy with plans to fit every lifestyle. Go to greenchef.com slash realitysteve60 and use code realitysteve60 to get 60% off plus free shipping. Green Chef, the number one meal kit for eating well. It's also brought to you by Trivia Star. Trivia Star has thousands of five-star reviews in the Apple Store and is the number one trivia game on the App Store. Download it today to challenge yourself. Go to the Apple or Google Store and search for Trivia Star. Download Trivia Star for free today and get ready to flex your brain muscles. Also brought to you by Coming Out for Love, the first U.S. lesbian dating competition show. New episodes come out every Friday on comingoutforlove.com. This Friday is episode number three. Click which bundle you want to purchase and at checkout type in promo code REALITYSTEVE for 15% off your order. So yesterday I was perusing my DMs and I was just scrolling back (laughs) and I found one that reminded me, I remembered this DM at the time because it is something that kind of one of the things that I get every season, usually after the spoiler is out. So this DM came to me on February 27th which was, let's see, Zach's season started on January 27th, right? And then, actually, I think it was January 20th. Yeah, January 20th. And then the second episode was obviously the next Monday, January 27th. And then the episode after that would have been, or sorry, I keep screwing these up. All right, January 23rd was his premiere. Then January 30th was episode two, and February 6th was episode three. And the morning of February 6th is when I had um, given you the spoiler about Zach got COVID in London and that he was engaged to Katie. Well, on the 27th, so three weeks later, I get this DM. And like I said, this kind of happens every season where the spoiler is out there and someone comes to me with something completely opposite and swears by it. This is what I got. It said, the next Bachelorette is Katie. Her family is sitting at a table at my job talking loudly about it. I'm like, I need more details than that. And they said, I'm a waitress and four women came in today and sat at a table and had this conversation. Quote, my sister just finished her fittings. Katie? For what? Remember, she's the Bachelorette. Oh, right. Yeah, the proposal was really messed up. And then they paid and left. I said, that's all you heard them say? And they said they they heard them talk about being on vacation. Two of the girls were her cousins and one was her aunt. They also talked for a while about engagement ring sizing. 
I said, so it was her sister, two cousins, and an aunt, and they were definitely talking about the show? Yes, said the bachelorette loud and clearly and clear, loud and clear, definitely weren't hiding it. And so, granted, this is just somebody's word who claims to be a waitress, and Katie's family was talking about her being the bachelorette, which meant that clearly she didn't win. And when someone comes to me with this, like I said, this kind of happens every season. Someone will come to me with, I heard this, and I know this. But without any proof of anything, I'm just supposed to take a random waitress's word that something, (laughs) Katie's family. So clearly this conversation never happened because Katie was engaged. So did this person purposely make it up? Did they misunderstand and and not hear correctly what they thought they heard, I guess we'll never know. I messaged them back the next day after they sent me all that because they had no proof of anything. They had no audio recording. They had no video recording. And I said, look, I don't know what to tell you. I'm not sure what you heard or who it's from or why they said that, but it's not right. Katie isn't the bachelorette. She's engaged to Zach. And they said, okay, just thought you'd want to know what I heard. And it's like, Well, yeah, I would if it was true, but clearly it wasn't. So it's one of these things where, you know, you listen to stuff like that, but I knew Zach was with Katie. I can't remember if this date was before the the picture, the actual visual evidence that Zach was with Katie. I can't remember when that came out. I think it came out sometime in February. I don't know if it was before the 27th or not. But, yeah, kind of funny that this is – I mean, I hear stuff like this all the time, but this one – I just happen to remember because it was in my DMs and I, and I was looking at my DMs yesterday and, you know, I don't think it's a big deal to share because I didn't share who the person was that sent me that. I don't even know. Oh, I do have their name from their Instagram account, but it doesn't. I, I'm not going to reveal it because it's like it's not a big deal. What they told me didn't matter anyway. It wasn't true. But it was just funny because. It happens every season. People swear about, oh, I know. No, the spoiler is wrong. I know this is it. And it's like, really? Okay, but you might know or quote-unquote claim to know, but you kind of need more proof than I heard something. I overheard something, you know? It just doesn't work that way. And it's, you know, I I, I didn't bother to go, even after the season was over, I didn't go bother to go back to this person and say, well, apparently everything you heard was not true or you heard it wrong because even though I told you at the time it was Katie, clearly now that you've seen the finale play out, it is Katie. So whatever you heard was flat out wrong. And, you know, there was no proof that the people that were at that table that she was serving were related to Katie. Like so many things. And this is what I mean when I get information like this. It's like I'm going to go through a checklist of things that you are going to have to prove to me to make it legit. And I knew this wasn't legit from the very beginning because I knew that Katie was the winner back on. That's why I posted it on February 6th. So it was just funny finding that yesterday and rereading it and being like, Oh yeah, (laughs) I remember this one. There were a couple others. I'd have to go searching for them, but there there were, there were a couple others out there uh, that said, no, I mean, you know, outside of the, misinformation that was reported back in November of of who had won. But, you know, when you get your info from, you know, mothers of friends, 
without any proof. That's what happens. Anyway, um, want to talk about Vanderpump Rules. Oh, actually, no. I want to talk, move on real quickly to um, what happened, well, what was seen yesterday. Page six, you know, the New York gossip rag. Page six came out uh, with a picture of, and the exclusive was Tasha Adams spotted looking at engagement rings with new flame Luke Goldbranson. I don't watch Summer House. I've no, I don't have no idea who Luke is, what his character was, who he hooked up with, who he's dated. I have no idea, but it's been known for a while. And when I say known, I mean known if you read gossip mags, because there has been numerous pictures of them. And that's more telling than someone just saying, oh, I'm hearing Tasha and Luke Goldbranson from Summer House or hooking up or dating. There's actually been numerous photos and videos of them walking hand in hand at places and stuff. So clearly they're dating. Have they publicly come out with it? No, they haven't. Tasha has not posted anything with him to show everybody, and he hasn't towards her either. But there is a photo on page6.com yesterday that came out of them engagement ring shopping. You see Tasha with a ring on her left hand, and she's looking at it. And like I said, probably means we're heading for an engagement soon. I don't know why you would go engagement ring shopping if you weren't looking to get engaged. I have no idea about Luke Goldbranson, and I can't really add much to this story. But in case you didn't see, um, it is clear now that uh, they are dating and they are looking to get quite serious if they're shopping for engagement rings at a Tiffany's in New York City. So. That's the latest on Tasha. Oh, yeah. Before I move on to some Vanderpump Rules stuff, I wanted to mention that I believe it was the end of last week where Susie and Clayton posted TikToks together, had everybody freaking out, was the cover story on Us Magazine. Look, we can only go off what they give us. And what they've given us is this. Susie has literally done numerous interviews where she has just flat out said, Clayton and I are incompatible. He's not a guy that I've ever been attracted to in my past. And I think that should speak enough. It's possible. Believe it or not, it is possible for people in this franchise, even if they did date in the past, to be friends in the future. And it looks like they had a clean breakup they realized they were not each other's person and they're allowed to appear together in a TikTok kind of poking fun at themselves. I mean, I knew it was going to get coverage because anytime two people from this franchise are hanging out and making a TikTok together, it's almost impossible not to cover it for some of the entertainment sites. But I mean, just use common sense or do any sort of research. Not only did Susie say Clayton and her were about as incompatible as you could get, she literally said, I thought he had more in common with Rachel. I was wondering why he even picked me. (laughs) So I, I don't think they're getting back together. And if they do, I mean, all the power to them. But I would think they'd have a lot of explaining to do, or at least Susie would. Like, wait a second, Susie, you said all this stuff about him, which basically led everyone to believe... It's not happening between you guys in the future. 
Can things change? Sure. But I think saying him and I are totally incompatible, I don't see how something like that changes. You're either compatible or you're not. You know? So, I don't know. I, I, I Like I said, had a feeling the entertainment sites would run with it, but just do any research. Uh, she's put it out there. I think Clayton has too. I mean, it's not like Clayton's you know, begging to get her back. And she's the one that's saying like, no, I just don't see it between us. I think Clayton's realized it too. And they're just allowed to be friends. I don't understand why every two people that hang out in this franchise, it turns into they're dating. It's just not the way it is. So from what I can tell, as you know, I am not a Vanderpump Rules fan. I've never seen one episode. I've never seen five minutes of one episode. But I'm very well aware of the quote-unquote scandal going on with Tom and Ariana and whoever. I'm already forgetting. Uh, Jackie? <laughs> no, no. Tom and, uh, yeah, Tom and Ariana and uh, Raquel. So Ariana, Ariana, Ariana is his ex, and he had an affair with Raquel, which... If I'm not mistaken, and I could be wrong because I don't even know the schedule, but when I saw on social media last night people talking about it, it looks like the finale is Wednesday night where they're going to finally give us our first footage of, I guess, people finding out or Tom revealing that he's been having an affair. I don't know how it went down, but it looks like that happens Wednesday night. That's the finale. And then I don't know if the finale is going to last two episodes and then go into the reunions or what the case may be. But I will tell you this. I have set my DVR to record the finale and the reunion shows. So I will watch those. I'll give my thoughts. But you also got to remember, I'm giving my thoughts knowing absolutely nothing. I know who the people are that involved. I know their names. And I kind of know that Tom and Ariana have been together forever. What is it? Eight, nine years, something like that. So I do know that. And I do know that he had an affair with Raquel for the last, well, when it was revealed, which was what earlier this year, that was eight months. So it's coming up on a year now, I guess they've been together and having an affair, but that's happening. Looks like Wednesday night. So, Vanderpump Rules should get very, very interesting this week. It's going to take over all the entertainment sites. It's going to take over your TikToks. It's it's going to be the biggest thing. Because if I'm not mistaken, this is the first footage we're actually going to see of it, right? Outside of, you know, they've been teasing. I, I think I've seen one clip where Ariana is just screaming at him, right? Just laying into him about screwing everything up or ruining her life or something along those lines, which if he was having an affair for eight months behind her back, yeah, she has every right to go scream at his ass. But I don't know anything about him, and I don't know anything about her. Um, I do know that he cheated on her and had an affair for eight months. Starting point, not very good, and we'll just take it from there. But I'll, I'll give my thoughts after I watch it. I'm, I'll try to watch it Wednesday night. I've got Challenge and Survivor on Wednesdays, so I'll try to watch it Wednesday. Uh, Wednesday night and then record the daily roundup afterwards. But looks like Wednesday is where we're headed for the finale. 
and then probably two or three weeks of reunion shows. Well, actually, I got my answer. I just looked it up. Finale this Wednesday night and then three-part reunion show starting on May 24th. So the following three Wednesdays after that will be the reunion show, and Andy Cohen says that Tom and Ariana will definitely get confronted by everybody, and it's going to get nasty. Okay, good. I guess they should, considering they had an affair for eight months behind everybody's back. I told you about yesterday the documentary on Apple Plus called Still, documentary about Michael J. Fox's life and his struggle with Parkinson's for the last 30 years. It came up yesterday on EW.com. And by the way, podcast this week is with EW film critic and TV critic Kristen Baldwin, who's been on numerous times. We're going to talk about the writer strike. We're going to talk about reality shows coming while the writer strike is happening. The silliness that looks like Stars on Mars, which revealed their first trailer yesterday. Boy, does that look stupid. Um, and uh, we're going to, you know, we'll talk Bachelorette. We'll talk this new schedule for Bachelorette. See if she knows anything in regards to future dates and stuff like that. Anyway, what was I saying? Oh, Michael J. Fox. It was also on EW.com yesterday in regards to Back to the Future. It was thrown out there that Christopher Lloyd, who played Doc Brown in the Back to the Future movies, wouldn't be against a sequel. Michael J. Fox, not so much. He thinks the story has been told. I couldn't agree with him more. I'm surprised that Doc Brown, I'm calling him Doc Brown, I'm surprised that Christopher Lloyd would be interested in continuing that franchise especially since we know that Michael J. Fox could never star in a movie the way his condition is right now. Clearly, if they made another Back to the Future, it would have to be a cameo from him. You can't make one without him. But Christopher Lloyd was talking about how he would love to do a Back to the Future with Michael. And I'm like, do you know, you know what he's suffering from right now, right? You know he can't just play Marty for 90 minutes. It's just it's not happening. If they did something, it would have to be along the lines of somebody's kids and you get Biff involved. I was talking about this with one of my friends. It would almost be like Star Wars Force Awakens where Marty is lost in time travel and someone has to go get him. And then you don't see him until the end of the movie when they finally, you know, do catch him and do get a hold of him or something along those lines. But I don't want it to happen, period. End of story. I don't want a sequel to Back to the Future. Please leave this franchise alone. I will be so upset if they do one, even if Christopher Lloyd and Michael J. Fox and Leah Thompson and Thomas F. Wilson come back. I don't want to see it. I'm sorry. The story was told. It was one of the greatest trilogies ever, if not the greatest trilogy out there. Just don't do it, please. I beg of you. And we're going to end with this. Speaking of trilogies, well, this isn't really a trilogy, although it's going to be from what I've read. Fast and Furious, Fast X, you know, the 10th movie, opens this weekend, I believe. Again, totally honest with you, I've never seen more than five minutes of any of the previous nine movies. It's just... I'm not a car guy. I don't care about fast cars. I do not care about this movie franchise. Yes, I'm fans of John Cena. Yes, I'm a fan of The Rock. I do watch wrestling. 
I don't care enough about them to watch them in these movies. I will not watch Fast 10. And then I read that Fast 10 is being split up into two movies. The one that's coming out this weekend and then part two, I guess, comes out in 2025. And then I guess they're going to add on a third. Fast 10 is going to have a trilogy that hasn't been announced yet, but people are hinting at it. And it's like, and you're really telling me that that's going to be the last of it? Really? They're just going to end at 12? No, they're not. They're going to do a bunch of spinoffs. And it's just going to keep going and going and going. You know why? Because I guarantee you come Monday when I read you the box office numbers for Fast 10, it's going to make a gazillion dollars. Why would you stop making it? It's just not for me. I don't care. I'm just, I, it's a, it's a franchise that I don't get, but there's a lot of franchises that make a bunch of money that I don't get. And that's one of them. Never seen five minutes of any of them. It's funny when you're watching in the theater and you're seeing like a trailer for the new fast movie coming out, they look pretty cool. A lot of action. I just, it, it doesn't appeal to me. I don't understand. I, I, I mean, I could sit here and say I don't understand what's the plot of these things, but I don't want you to answer. I don't want to know the plot because I don't care. I'm not going to watch it. But Fast 10 comes out this weekend, and expect two more after this one. Anyway, thank you very much for listening. Please rate, subscribe, and review an Apple podcast. Much appreciated. The Sports Daily will be up in an hour from now if you want to check that out. Dallas Stars advance Western Conference Final Friday. Game one in Las Vegas against the Golden Knights. I cannot wait. Anyway, we're going to talk about that on the Sports Daily, among other things. So thank you all for listening. I really appreciate it. And I will talk to you tomorrow. See you.